Welcome to this episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl podcast. I'm your host, Mary the Curious Cowgirl, and I am all about teaching antiques and vintage business owners step-by-step how to utilize social media to cultivate new clients and increase sales. Be sure and check out my show notes for more information about my digital courses and how you can enroll today. In today's episode, I am talking about a subject that can be very frustrating to many people who are new to social media, or certainly for those of us who have been at the social media game for a while. And that point of frustration is content. How do we come up with interesting topics to talk about so that our feed on Instagram or our Facebook business page is populated with interesting posts that tell all of our followers a lot about who we are and our business and keep them coming back for more. Well, that's the subject of today's episode. So let's dive in. So I hope y'all are doing well. Um, I've got tons of information for y'all today, but as always, I want to start with uh, just a few housekeeping things to remind you all of. So first of all, I want to encourage you all to continue to invite your friends who are antique dealers or vintage dealers or somehow in the biz to come join this group. I've gotten lots of really kind and positive feedback from many of you all saying that you're learning a lot that you're glad to be in the group, you're glad to have a place where, you know, you're um, among, among, you know, kind of birds of a feather that are flocking together. And so I want to encourage you all to please um, invite your friends to come join the group. The more in the group, then the more people who can learn. And, um, and I love getting feedback from you all. So please take the time to do that. Uh, second announcement is I want to remind you all that my signature course, Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl, is on is available for you to en- enroll in, and only through the end of this month I'm discounting the price. It's normally um, a little over $200, and right now it's a little less than $200, and so if you want to take advantage of that pricing, then um, that's only good through the end of May, and then I'll raise my prices back up to what they've always been, so if you're interested then I want to encourage you to check out my signature course. And then also remind you all that I have a second course that's kind of a mini course, and it's the 30-day social media ramp-up. And the purpose of this course is to help you, if you're participating in a date-specific event, um, could be a, um, a flea market, an antique show. It could even be like a special event that's happening in the mall where you have a booth. But whether that's applying to us right now or for sure in the future. If you're going to be selling at a date-specific event, then you might want to consider taking my mini course that will help you understand better how you, as either a participant in that event or as somebody who's organizing that event, can really, you know, kind of pump up the volume of the social media conversation going on around your event. Um, So both of those courses are available and I will link to both of them in the description of this video. And, you know, 
lastly, not really an announcement, but just more of a, you know, I'm really rooting for you all. I know that there's a bunch of dealers that are participating in the online Brimfield show that's coming up really soon. And so I really am, um, you know, I'm cheering you on. I'm excited to see all of you all signing on and, um, and I'm hoping that that show goes well. I know the ADA show that was online went really well. I'm delighted for all of those dealers. And I hope that th the same thing happens for everybody who's participating in the Brimfield show coming up. Um, you know, I, I love, I love, I love the people that are in, that are in this business and I want everybody to continue making sales. And so I applaud the scrappiness of the Brimfield um, folks for figuring out a way to try and bring some of these great dealers and their wonderful treasures online. So keeping my fingers crossed for everybody that it's a really good show. Okay, so I want to today in um, the training video talk about content. This is a question I get asked a lot. In fact, some of you all in this group have asked me about content and how can you continue to come up with stuff to talk about all the time, which I definitely appreciate. That's a very wise question, and it's, it's a concern of anybody who is on social media feeling like um, your content is interesting and, and varied and all of that. So um, before I get into giving you all some ideas of what you can talk about, there is, um, I'm going to call it like a myth a little bit that I want to dispel for you all. And this is definitely something that I felt challenged by when I started um, trying to populate my own social media platforms. And it took me a while to kind of shift my thinking and you all may be experiencing this too. So here's the myth. The myth is that once you have talked about something on social media, you cannot ever talk about it again. Kind of like that piece of content, you need to wad it up in a ball and kind of throw it in the trash can. You've already talked about it. And that is absolutely positively not true for several different reasons. So one of the reasons is think about how you consume content on social media. You are probably not on Facebook or Instagram all the time, right? You pop in and out of, you know, on and off those platforms. Maybe you're only on in the morning. Maybe the time you like to be on is at night. You know, I'm not, whatever that looks like for you, you're certainly not on both those platforms all of the time. And so you're not seeing everything that is being put up there. You're just seeing what happens to be in your feed when you're on the platform. So, so that's one reason why there's no risk of worrying that, once you know a piece of content has been put up, everybody has seen it, you can't use it again. That's just not the case, right? The other reason that that is definitely a myth is, is the algorithm. And you know, when I say the word algorithm, it's funny how some people, when they hear the word algorithm, it's almost like if you're familiar with the Harry Potter series and how like the characters were always really afraid to say Voldemort, you know, that like that would summon him. And so they called him he who must not be named. I almost feel like people deal with the word algorithm like it's this horrible thing and you know, it's kind of out to get you. And that and that's not the case. The algorithm is just very simply the computer program that is running the show, you know, kind of behind the scenes, kind of like, you know, the wizard and the wizard of Oz, you know, everybody thought that the wizard was this big, scary, great and mighty thing. And then when Dorothy pulled back the curtain, it was actually just a guy right back there kind of running all the gears. Well, the algorithm is just the computer program that's running things behind the scenes, right? It's not out to get you. It's not trying to um, keep your content from being seen. And obviously we're talking about, you know, like non-controversial content here. 
um, it's not doing that. But here's what the algorithm does do. And I talk about this a lot inside my digital course. My students and I spend a lot of time talking about this because it is very important. The algorithm rewards consistency on the platform. Um, and it, and it, you know, and so when I say consistency, what I mean is if you are putting content up, you know, on a Thursday, and then maybe you don't go back and put content up again for 10 days, and then maybe two days later you pick up content, and then maybe a month later you put up content. So the algorithm kind of reads your uh, participation on the platform as inconsistent, right? And so it's not really wanting to make sure that your content is seen by as many people as possible because it doesn't have a high level of confidence about when you're going to be back on the platform. And so you want to be very consistent on the platform because the algorithm notices that and will allow your content to be seen more than it would if you're inconsistent. Now, I didn't say that it's going to allow your content to be seen all the time. Uh, and I mean, unfortunately, a lot of times our content is just not seen by people because the algorithm makes some decisions behind the scenes. So again, going back to the question or the myth that once you use a piece of content, you can't use it again, it's been seen, that's not true. The algorithm doesn't necessarily allow all of our content to be seen all the time. All right, so having said all that, the most important thing that you need to keep in mind when you're thinking about content for social media is consistency. And so when you um, look at your calendar, you kind of want to make a handshake agreement with yourself about how often you're going to be posting on whichever platform, Facebook or Instagram, it doesn't matter. And you want to be realistic with yourself because I think it's real easy for people, especially when they're new on the platforms, and they're selling things to kind of say, well, I'm gonna post every day. I'm gonna post a picture of what I sell every day. And let's be real with ourselves. That's really hard to do. I've been doing this for a long time and I don't post every day. So I think you have to be realistic with yourself and kind of make a handshake agreement. And then whatever you've decided that you're gonna post about, how often you're gonna post, you need to be very consistent with that, okay? Now, I want to encourage you all because all of you all are in the business of selling something. You definitely do not want every piece of content to be only pictures or video of what you're selling. Like that would be really boring. And, um, you know, just like anything in life, if something is boring, we tend to not gravitate toward it. That's the same with social media. If your content is kind of like a broken record and the same thing over and over again, then people are not going to be real um, motivated to follow you on Instagram um, or to like your business page on Facebook and follow your, um, your posts. So we want to keep it interesting to our audiences and our potential audiences. And so... Here, there's, and there's a million ways to approach this. I have a, um, inside my course, we spend a lot of time deeply, deeply talking about and going through several exercises that helps my students generate a huge amount of content. But for the purpose of this training video, I wanna give you all a technique that you can start using right now that I think will get, will get your brain thinking about how you can come up with content when you are kind of stumbling for something to say or struggling for something to talk about. So I want you all to think about, and I have, I always have my notes here. So I always want you all to think about content almost like you think about the components of a party invitation. 
and whenever you're putting together a party invitation, you always want to make sure that you cover the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why, right? Those are the elements that always need to be in a party invitation so that your guests know exactly you know, exactly what the deal is with what you're inviting them to attend. So I want you all to think about content similarly. All right. So let's kind of go through these together. So the first is who now who means can be a lot of things, but I want you all to kind of get used to talking about yourselves on social media. That may feel a little bit awkward and a little bit weird at first, but I want, but, but I want you to kind of get over that and learn to start talking about yourself. Who are you? You know, why are you selling what you're selling? You know, kind of what is your area of expertise? Or, you know, why does this particular thing light you up? You know, how, did you start collecting it as a child? Is it something you saw in a museum and you wanted to start selling it? Kind of, you know, think about who you are in the business and be willing to share that with people on social media. There's lots of ways that you can do that, but that's one whole area to explore that could give you a lot of content ideas, right? Okay. The next thing is what? That's pretty obvious. What are you selling? Okay, there's where you can really talk about, take pictures and video of the objects you're selling, the items you're selling. Um, and that, I'm sure for most of y'all, is practically endless. Okay, so there's a whole nother area of content that you can come up with, a huge, big, long list of things that you can talk about. All right, the when it really relates to those of you all who are perhaps selling at date specific events. Like I talked about at the beginning of this video with my 30 day ramp up training, there's a lot of you all who are selling at flea markets that are date specific. So talk about the when, okay? Maybe you're selling at an antique show. That's a when situation. When, when is that happening? Um, maybe you have a new, um, you're opening up a new shop. Um, or maybe your shop, you know, we're still kind of, you know, in the, in some parts of the country, it's very different, but maybe you're in a situation where your state has said you can open up either fully or partially on a certain date. Well, you will definitely want to talk about that. You know, when, when is the moment that people can come and see what you have for sale? So there's a whole nother um, aspect of content that you can talk about on social media. Where is sort of related to that for all the obvious reasons, but let me give you some other ideas related to where. So a lot of you all are selling in, you know, um, in towns and cities where there's a lot of really interesting things to do. And you may be fortunate that you're selling in a town where, again, when, you know, the kind of world returns to normal, people might be coming there to visit, having nothing to do with your mall, your shop, your flea market, your antique show, but they're coming to that town because there's, I don't know, beautiful hotels, it's historic significance, maybe there's some restaurants that are really well known, whatever the reason is that people are coming to where you are, play up that aspect of being a business in that same town. Think about how you can kind of, um, kind of ride the coattails of a city that already is attracting a lot of people to come there for whatever reason. That I would for sure capitalize on that. You, know, you might even, you know, be crazy and, you know, reach out to your chamber of commerce or something and maybe you can figure out a fun way to do some cross promotion um, that might make sense for where you are. But the, but the where could be really important for sure. And then the last thing is, is the why. So there's a lot of ways to approach why. So why are the antiques you're selling valuable? There's a whole huge, um, you know, kind of 
bucket of content there. That's a great way for you to educate people on social media about why your particular antiques or vintage are so rare or costly. Um, you know, you could also think about, I think about terms that antique dealers or vintage dealers use like provenance. Why is provenance important? Why is surface important? Like you can apply the word why to a lot of things um, and use the word why to describe your industry or what you're selling a little bit more deeply. Um, you know, I think another interesting thing about the word why is, and I, and I posted, or I will be posting later in this month, an article that came out, I think it was last year, about how um, younger generations are actually more interested in antiques than maybe they were five years ago or 10 years ago. I think the article, the title of it was something like, you know, brown furniture's not dead or something like that. But I know that a, a, um, one of the things that a lot of, I see a lot of vintage people doing this well, and so heads up antique people, but they talk a lot about the, um, you know, kind of earth friendly aspects of buying antiques and vintage. You know, you're not buying something that, um, it was recently produced, you're buying something that already was produced. And so those resources have already been used. And so in purchasing that, you're not then, sort of feeding the machine that is making these companies um, utilize more resources. So that's a really interesting why to consider if you might want to, you know, kind of talk about the benefits of buying and collecting antiques or vintage or decorating your home. There's like a million, I could go on forever. There's like a million ways that you could approach the word why. But hopefully as you think about these words, the who, what, when, where, why, and your business Hopefully that's gotten the wheels in your head turning a little bit. Hopefully, as I've been talking, you know, you've been maybe jotting, jotting some ideas down. And, and if you, now that I've said that, if you're like, oh shoot, I wish I had written ideas down. Well, you can go back and replay this video and let each one of these prompts, the who, what, when, where, why, um, let that be a prompt and give yourself some time to kind of write those things down. Um, you know, I will say that I find when I, when my brain starts working on something and this may happen to you too, um, ideas come to me in the weirdest moments. And I imagine that happens for y'all too. So, you know, as your brain starts to kind of work on what is the content you're going to start using on social media, your brain will keep working on it. So be prepared to keep a little notepad and pen with you, or maybe you take notes on your cell phone, you know, voice notes or however you do it. But once your brain starts working on this, I think you'll be surprised at how many creative ways you come up with, um, you know, to talk about your business, which, you know, are pieces of content that you can use both on Facebook and Instagram. So I hope this was helpful to you all. I, I don't ever want anybody to not, utilize social media to its fullest because you can't come up with something to say. There's, there's so many ways to approach content, um, so many ways to keep your audience interested, and so many ways to talk about what you do beyond simply just talking about the things that you have for sale. You know, every aspect of your business is interesting to somebody. And um, so I don't want you to be, I want you to be bold and not be shy about, about sharing maybe the less obvious parts of your business with people. Um, behind the scenes is always fun for people to see. Um, you know, 
unboxing things. You know, we, everybody kind of laughs about influencers on Instagram, unboxing things will shoot. If you're receiving some wonderful shipment of some wonderful thing, then get somebody to film that as you unbox it. That's cool. People want to, people really want to see the behind the scenes. You know, if you are redesigning your booth in your mall, then give people a glimpse of, you know, kind of what it looks like and kind of the hot mess that it is when you're um, refreshing it and then what it looks like when you're done. You know, all of these things are um, interesting content to people, even if it doesn't feel interesting to you because it's just what you do. Somebody who doesn't do this for a living might really enjoy seeing it. So, you know, let yourself be creative and let yourself think real broadly about what you can talk about. Um, to keep that, keep the algorithm happy and keep yourself consistent on social media. Okay. So that is our training video for this Tuesday. I hope this was helpful to y'all. As always, I'd appreciate so much if you all would drop me a comment and let me know if this was helpful to you, if there's something else that you want to know more about, or if I didn't cover a topic in this video and you want me to in future training videos, let me know. I love hearing from you all. I'm the best way that I can help you all is to know what you need. And so don't ever hesitate to reach out. Okay. I hope y'all have a really good rest of your week and I will look forward to talking to y'all again soon.